talk to me. Talk to you. Yes. This is about movies? Wait, isn't that what they say? Yeah, that's yeah. supposed to be like a creepy thing. Yeah. <laughs> I and mean, it is a creepy oh, thing. Oh man, they're making I've, you say I've that. They're making you say the horror part of the line over and over and over to again. get in to see the movie. Oh, that's kind of creepy. Mm. Yeah, it's not creepy at first, but then once you know what it means, and then like, you're like, I "Oh no, I words. said that to come in here to oh, watch this." Oh no, what have I embodied in my life? Did I have a candle lit? <laughs> Where's the candle? I need to blow it out. Blow out that candle! Quick! Sir. Oh, sorry, we're spoiling the movie in the intro. I mean, Our bad. that's kind of the whole that's setup. kind of the whole point. <laughs> <laughs> uh, welcome to the show today. We're talking about <laughs> a spoiler would be more like to when me. I say <laughs> when I say this. Blah, blah, blah. Uh, we're talking about talk to me. Uh, Talk about it. A new A24 horror movie. Um, yeah, yeah, this movie's scary. Uh, pretty good. Few, <laughs> it's been it pretty great. Me, it got me pretty good. Yep. <laughs> it's a good time. We've got a fun conversation, I think. So, yeah. So, you know what? Just we'll, why don't you just, you know, we'll let you in to the conversation. Yeah. yeah. If you if you could say something like, I'll let you in. Yeah, exactly. I'll let you in. Uh, and <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> we'll talk to you if you invite us in. For sure. Just let us in. Invite us in here. Just home. let us in. <laughs> Please let us in. Right? I feel like the best way to start this conversation is to ask you a question. Ooh, okay. And that question is, how do you think it would feel to wake up with somebody not just sucking <laughs> on your toe, but like sucking on your whole, like the foot, whole, like all the five whole toes, toe. like the whole thing in, in their mouth. How do you think that would not feel like the tip to of wake the toe, up to that? Like, is like, that like, like if your toes were whole fingers, yeah. like the whole finger was just all, yeah, just. All five toes, and ma- and a bit of the joint. <laughs> you know, I don't know. You is know, that I've is never, that a pleasant experience? I've never experienced is that. that um, um, it might be the most wonderful thing in the entire world. It might be. Oh, I know. Do you think in? Uh, do you think uh, Daniel in the movie secretly enjoyed it? Uh, you freaked out because it's like I mean, maybe that's weird. There was right? an intimacy coordinator. right. That's weird, right? There was an intimacy coordinator on set for something. So. They were, and that's they had to. <laughs> Daniel, you'll probably be freaked out by this. They talked to the main character. You'll probably be freaked out by this, but you secretly are into it because, like, you know, you like this girl, and if you like this girl and she wants to do this, then sure, no, I guess. No, but, yeah, no, but yeah, you know, no. maybe you just weren't expecting it, right? Because obviously, no one expects to wake up. <laughs> With their foot in someone's mouth. Well, the assumption when you go to sleep is, is that you're waking up in the same position. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And nothing's changed. Without wet except feet. Na- except yeah. now you're less tired and, and time has passed. Yes. <laughs> now you're less tired. Those are the two assumptions of going the to sleep. two assumptions of going to sleep. Never assume. Maybe you'll have to use the bathroom more than up. when you woke up. Yeah. Unless you wake up in, you know, yeah. c- having covered yourself in, in said bathroom need. Mm-hmm. Um, but usually, usually, the <laughs> how many just, times you know, sleep. over the course of human history do you think people have woken up and their foot was in someone's mouth? <laughs> <laughs> I know that not their whole foot, just the you know, just the front. I mean, yeah, maybe maybe somebody woke up and their whole foot was in someone's mouth. Oh, 
Uh, you know, it's you possible. Like tiny feet. Or like that someone was like a bear, you know, and that's what woke <laughs> them up. Like, I'm sure that's happened, right? And that the, seems possible. And the foot was off and in or the Or almost <laughs> off, you know, like it was just, you know, I imagine that's probably. That would have had to have been really sudden, too. Yes. You figured, but I feel like you, you wake up wake pretty up quick. Yeah. You wake up pretty fast from that. I imagine that would not be a pleasant experience. But <laughs> I imagine not, yeah. But but just someone you know. Like just maybe, someone you know. <laughs> maybe, maybe an ex-girlfriend. <laughs> or uh, not, you know, just a friend. <laughs> Just, I'm gonna st- I'm gonna stick with ex girlfriend and uh, you wake up and you know you know maybe, but they maybe were, it's maybe it's real great I don't know they were doing the you know they were doing the thing that you do head to toe yeah they're doing head to toe which you know is the thing you do well, especially yeah, if you're a guy well that's and why. you got to stay over at a guy's fr- like a friend's house but they don't have a couch you can sleep on what was or, the, what was so the you sleep in the same bed but you like Seinfeld joke is your, there a Seinfeld middle is still lined up your middle <laughs> <laughs> what does head to toe got to so do with anything? A, so it's a thing, right? So, I mean, they're right there. They're 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 their foot's right there. Yeah, like, for sure. Yeah. I mean, how many times has it accidentally happened? You know, <laughs> that's probably yeah, more. Maybe, maybe she often than in her in purpose, her dream she thought it was his face. To be fair, in her dream she thought it was somebody else. <laughs> so, because she. She didn't like him anymore. That's why they were exes. No, definitely to not. To be sure. She definitely wasn't trying to encourage that in spite of their <laughs> circumstances. <laughs> That's the funny thing about like uh, about horror movies in general, especially like teen, like horror movies that focus on teenagers, is it's like no matter what's going on, hormones win like every time every time they're like i know my well, friend was just brutally I mean, attacked and I they're mean, bleeding yeah. and they might not live but you know if i could maybe get some sex especially I, especially I, could, I got some time especially I got time. slasher movies that's usually like yeah. what they're casting judgment upon yeah so yeah which this one's not necessarily but i just think that's funny how there's always like no but this would be like part just a testament to the part power of what's leading of her hormones. to the <laughs> To, to the anxiety, to the yeah. to the uh, depression, to the mental illness of it all. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're having, Driving her to yeah. suck on people's toes. We're having a bit of fun, <laughs> but did uh, did you like this movie? What did you think of this movie? Uh, it was better than I thought it was going to be. You didn't think uh, it was going to be very good? I really expected maybe Bodies, Bodies, Bodies again. I kind of did too, But actually. less funny. Yeah, I d- I did not expect it to be as funny as Bodies, 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 and uh, and uh, it wasn't, but it was actually like a scary, scary movie. Yeah, um, but going into it without really knowing anything, that was just kind of what I was putting it up against. But yeah. but also assuming it would be less funny, just because uh, no goofy Pete Davidson, yeah, uh, or some <laughs> of the others, you know, yeah. Uh, no, it's weird that I, I mean, like, maybe it's just cause it's another A24 movie. Yeah. That's kind of why. Or was Body Buys A24? Was it? I think it was. Neon. I think it was A24. Yeah, you're right. Uh, but yeah, I kind of thought it was going to be in the same category where it's like really high concept, but like, I guess Bodies Bodies Buys not that high concept, but it, it's just like, it's got an interesting premise and it's a good hook, but I wasn't sure if it was going to deliver on, mm-hmm. on that. And they're both about you know young people kind of going wild with with something yeah and yeah 
And even even like the party angle of it. Yeah. I just kind of figured it'd be kind of the same. Kind of the same. Uh, but it wasn't. <laughs> no, no, uh, not really. No. Uh, this one was quite scary. Uh, at least for me very much so yeah yeah <laughs> this one was quite scary <laughs> which this that's not a you know we, we have an episode about buys 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 if you want to hear our thoughts on that go listen to that, that was but mo- this that is was not more a, macabre funny yes yeah. yeah it wasn't they'd had some moments for sure but it wasn't that wasn't its goal uh, uh whereas uh talk to me is uh yep it's trying to scare us very much so <laughs> it's trying um, to get you and and it succeeds most of the time I mean, you're talking about the toe scene, the, the what led it to the toe scene. You know, like, ah. Oh, yes, that's right. That's like right, oh, everything that, right before that. It's the that. lady yeah. that sneaks out of the shadow that, yeah. that, which, does, that does the toe. Yeah, that does the toe. <laughs> um, which I wasn't even sure if that woman had legs. Like, it, she was like, the way that she was moving Ooh, around. I didn't even imagine And that. The, the makeup and everything. And I, it seemed like there was maybe some prosthetics like maybe involved to make her look. That's why she wanted his toes. Because she had no feet. <laughs> she wanted them. Oh, my gosh. Ah! It, maybe that's – that actually might be it. I don't know. That's so weird. There's so many – yeah. <laughs> she wanted his toes so she could have some toes. Oh, my she goodness. She toes. Poor old lady. You know what? I cast judgment on her too fast. <laughs> you cast judgment. She just, she just wanted some wants toes. some feet. <laughs> she, <laughs> she, she didn't mean nothing by it. She just – uh, I really want to see the uh, the AI video that takes that scene but replaces the the creepy woman with Quentin Tarantino. <laughs> His face. What? What you <laughs> because it's like a known thing. Well, it's I don't I mean, know if it's I a known thing, but it's like a though, it's a joke yeah. about how he likes feet. <laughs> I just think that's that's the internet. You know, I've seen plenty of like AI generated I mean, videos yeah, of like somebody's definitely of like Joe it. Biden, Hillary Clinton, and Obama eating spaghetti. You know, like <laughs> or eating octopus. Like it's random stuff like that. Uh, not spaghetti. That's the Will Smith one. Will Smith is eating spaghetti, but he's also made of spaghetti. <laughs> it's weird. Uh, anyway, yeah. <laughs> Some of this but AI stuff. It's real bizarre. It's <laughs> it's so bizarre it like hurts to yeah. watch. Like I don't get like, people get cringy at like the office or like cringy humor. Mm-hmm. Nothing. Nothing for me. It's just funny. Yeah. But like cringy like stuff like that is when I cringe. I'm like, oh <laughs> no. <laughs> Please. Um but that scene, that scene right before where the camera's painted across the room and it's dark. We've seen that before in other horror movies where it's like, oh, there's something in the room. We know it. Yeah, but it was like but, her mom was singing, too. Yeah. And it sounded like, I just figured her mom's outside the door. Uh-huh. Or her, her dead mom. Yeah. Uh, and you were, and it sort of even panned, and then it panned past the door like the person was outside and about to walk mm-hmm. towards the door. <laughs> So and they were showing like there was a very prominent light under the door. Yeah. So I was like, they're showing me that so they can show feet under the door, uh, <laughs> as if the dead mom would try to like knock on her door and come mm-hmm. in the room or something like that. Yeah, and then <laughs> that's not what it was at all. <laughs> <laughs> nope. Um, yeah, I mean, I just thought that was really well done. It was really creepy, even though I knew it was going to happen. Like, that's uh. <sighs> I don't think by any means that this movie was unoriginal. I think it was, it took a lot of pretty common horror movie tropes, but it put its own twist on them and made them fresh again. And I thought that was really good. 
because everything was very memorable. Even just the simplicity of it all. I mentioned this to you after we talked about it. Because we talked about it a bunch last night. We don't normally dive yeah. into a conversation, but I was so scared we for this movie. We did talk I was like, like Jeremiah, hour, yeah. I have to talk to you about this because I'm not going to be able to sleep if I don't. I like the way they established communicating with the dead, which is grabbing that hand. Yes. Uh, and and then at the end, it, you were grabbing that dead person's hand. Or, yeah. or like they were participating in it as mm-hmm. well. That was... Really good, really, really good idea. Really yeah. creepy. It was simple. Yeah. Yeah. We were talking outside the theater about how a lot of movies like this, they spend a lot of time establishing like lore. lore and and yeah. there's a lot of exposition explaining how, how the thing works. And this movie's not interested in that at all. It's just like, it's well, a creepy well, hand. Yeah, and it's this really simple You light thing. the candle, yeah. you say the words, yeah. you blow the candle out, that's it. They ask questions at certain times about like where did it come from, all that stuff. But even the movie, even the characters are like Ooh. not interested. You know, they don't care. Well, well, and the one guy that knows is just, is just, yeah. Kind of like, there's one moment. I want where they, you to do it, so I'm not going to tell you about it. Yeah. And he's like, I got it from a guy. Yeah. Yeah, it's the true. Guy I guess said he knows. Hold it. He does know a little bit more because he knows that the guy he gave. Yeah, it to I mean, died, he's intentionally but, not saying that. One guy who touched it went crazy and murdered him. Yeah, <laughs> but I like that they that that's how it works. Is it? And then even when they like do the whole like sleuthing part, you know, uncovering the mystery yeah. part of the scary movie. Because a lot of teenage horror movies, they have that part where it's like we're gonna figure this out and find the solution. Even well, when yeah, they go to find the solution, uh, it's an homage to Scooby Doo. We all do. It. Yeah, <laughs> there's a there's this. This sense of like, oh, well, there's no solution. Or the, the person they go to has no answer for them. And the answer is, dude, just stop messing people's lives up with this. Like, <laughs> stop doing it. That's yeah. the answer. Yeah. Uh, the answer and, is and not. at first, he doesn't. He's like, whatever. Yeah. It's fun. But I just think that's crazy how it's like. I mean, there's so many parallels to drug use, obviously, in the film to this. I mean, the fact when they go under or when they, when they you know, let these uh spirits into their bodies and stuff it is a they get a high from it well yeah and, uh, and at first about it's scary like, it's they're it takes nervous pain away and it, they yeah. feel like they're in the backseat of their lives and they don't have to like that carry. sense of not having to yeah. be in control and stuff and there's a lot of like yeah like escape and, and um, well and the fact that they're really only doing it at parties yeah they're at parties there's one guy that shows up with the stuff yeah and he's giving it's it very much yeah, yeah it's very much just like drugs but it yeah, I think that's really crazy how they, uh, especially how they when they go to the guy and they're like, "What's the answer?" It's not, <laughs> it's not different drugs. It's just just She's stop, just, like, just, just stop, stop doing, doing the drugs. <laughs> that's the answer. Uh, this is ruining my life. I keep doing this. <laughs> and thing. even then, they're like, "No, that's not it." And let's <sighs> go. You know what the solution is? We gotta do more. <laughs> that's it. That's probably the opposite of what probably you said. do more. Let's do that. Yeah. <laughs> your brother, your brother's life was ruined by this stuff. I think you're lying. I think one more hit. I think I, one more hit will do. I think, I think if we just keep going forever, it'll probably be yeah. better. Better. They talk about the candle not being blown out. Maybe they didn't close the door. And even me, I'm like, okay, yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> You know, and they go in and they do the thing and then, you know, they blow the candle out and you're like, okay, okay. And then they do it again and they don't, we don't see them blow the candle out. And I'm over here like, <laughs> no, 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 Blow the no, candle no. out, guys. What are we here for? The whole thing we talked about. <laughs> Randy was standing up yelling. Just screen. like that one friend that's just the voice of reason the whole time, but no one, no one likes like the uh, the girl, the she sister, never did it, yeah. sister who never participated except as like a voyeur. You know, she's just like there. 
Um, yeah, yeah, but, but even then, she thought it was fake. So then, well, and no, then, but once they actually got going yeah, after her she boyfriend was like, did it, I am not. <laughs> well, she was like into it because it was exciting and stuff. But then it wasn't until they were like, "Hey, your little brother can do it," and she's like, "Nope." Yeah, you're nope. right. And then, and, and then, then from then on out, she was like, "Then it's absolute hell." I'm not touching this stuff again. Yeah. yeah. Um. Gosh, this movie's scary. Don't be letting little scary. kids uh, touch dead people's hands. Don't, but, you know, not just little kids. You know, most people. Most you know, people, just most people can handle people under 90 seconds of it, Randy. Under, that's, you're right. That's I not guess. what I'm talking I'm about. I'm sorry. I'm being... <laughs> I'm talking about little kids. <laughs> they can't handle it. Um, Man, he could not handle it. He could not. Well... <laughs> Yeah, he just, you know, he let the wrong one in. He let the wrong one in. There was, uh, whoever he let in was very aggressive. Well, whoever he let in, he he let in for two minutes. Yeah, well, they did. he didn't let him in. They. <laughs> I, uh, I really love that. I, we talked about this a little last night, but I loved how, you know, we have Mia, our main character, who's dealing with, uh, you know, it's the anniversary of her mother's death. She died under uh, mildly mysterious circumstances. It yeah. seems seems almost pretty obvious that it was a suicide, but I you can understand why she wouldn't want to believe that. And well, if especially with a, her dad saying it wasn't, um, and, and being that age, should have been yes. like what, yeah, fourteen. But it's like even when she say, even when um, Riley asks her at night, like, "Hey, how'd your mom die?" And she's like, "You know." And she's saying it out loud, but it seems like even she has trouble really believing it, you know, as she's getting, as she has gotten older, she's still wrestling with like what actually happened mm-hmm. um, because it really seems like mom killed herself, you know, and, but she wants to believe that the opposite is true. So when she goes under and she, you know, she gets this high and she's able to escape from this, you know, for a, a short moment and she finds some you know something that helps her in this uh she wants to do more she wants to do more she wants to do more and then you're thinking okay well they obviously she goes over 90 seconds because whoever the spirit is is like super aggressive and like she won't let go of the hand and they start freaking out in my mind i was like guys why did we wait till 83 seconds to like start trying to pull the hand away it's 89 pull it away you have less than one second (laughs) um so she goes over 90 and then obviously you know that's that's why the the spirits are involved, like showing up in her life when she's not connected yeah, to the hand. Maybe that's part of it. Maybe Teenagers it's part of it. don't make the best decisions. They, yeah, it's probably what it is. Yeah. Um, they they did think about it, and they, they did. did think about it. And they're like, yeah, no, yeah. they're dumb. No, teenagers is <laughs> dumb. So they would. They probably. And, you know, I probably would have been there too, but they. <laughs> But I'm thinking the whole time, like, how are they going to get them to go over 90 seconds again? Because you got to do it. Like, there's got to be another instance. Yeah. Um, because that's just where the, that's what makes the movie scary is like when they go too far with it. And I'm like, why? Now that they've seen the consequences, why would they knowingly do it? And they set it up perfectly uh, where the kid uh, goes under. And as soon as he's like, oh, crap, yeah. you know, oh, man, it's me as mom. Yeah. And uh, as soon as he starts talking to her and you realize, yeah, she's not going to want to sever the connection. She's going to want to keep it, but she's going to put her friend's life at risk. And, of course, that's when everything how good goes to hell. How good <laughs> so, was that little kid's acting in this? So scene? good. 
He was great. He was a 40-year-old woman who was repentant about her life, uh, about committing suicide in front of her teenage daughter. He's like yeah. 11. How did you <laughs> How did you do that? <laughs> yeah. Well, even he has a lot of physicality in his performance as well with all of the like self-harm that he does, throwing himself around and yeah, all that crazy. is like, I don't know how they did it, but it looks real. Like it's very, it's just, oh man, when he grabs his eyeball, oh, uh, no, Mm-mm. that's not, <laughs> no thank you, no thank you. Um, oh gosh. Yeah, that oh, was. You know, um. In Hereditary, when he smashed his face, he really broke his nose or something like that. In the classroom? Yeah. I think I'd heard that. He just, Is he that, did that crazy? <laughs> well, I, th- I know that he was like pretty method. Yeah, but he went too hard. Yeah. I mean, at, like, I don't think he planned on doing it, no, but, but he did. I think and he planned it, on like, doing it for real, but not breaking movie. his yeah. nose. Yeah, so. <laughs> or he, dis- it, he dislocated. dislocated or, yeah. yeah. Ugh, oh man yeah <laughs> so let's talk about that i mean we we talk about hereditary a lot a lot more than i would think we would talk about it on this show but we we do talk about it a lot well i saw a lot of i could see a lot of parallels to uh, yeah this movie well i was telling you that i that this movie has like it scared me on on a similar level mm-hmm. um but i don't think that ultimately it has much to say and I want to talk to you about that because I, I don't, maybe I'm missing something or I don't know, but it feels like the movie has like so many opportunities to like really dive into something deep and have something, something to say about the scenarios that they're depicting, but then ultimately shies away from it towards the end. It doesn't really give you any sort of like, um, I don't know, like not that it needs to have a thesis or a like moral or whatever. But yeah. even Hereditary is saying something, you know? Even in its its despair, it's saying something. And this movie almost says something, but then I'm not sure at the uh, end. It, like, sets up saying something. And then, it's and like, then it eh. doesn't, yeah. And it, it kind of, like, it goes more for the, uh, the ooh, but what if this crazy thing <laughs> happened instead? And it's like, that's cool, but, like, but what does that mean? Like, what is, let, let's talk about the ending here for a second, because there's a lot that happens. Yeah, uh, and it's not it's obscure a little bit um but like what what is it what does the ending mean like in light of everything that the characters have gone through you know we have we have this character who believes that her friend who she put in danger uh is being tormented in, in basically hell and the only way that she can save him she believes uh is to kill him because her dead to, mother to free him is from- telling her to free things. him from earthly pain. Right. From earthly pain. Well, from earthly pain and whatever the spiritual torment is that his body well, is. Well, yeah, yes, yes. Yeah. I, I mean, like, the metaphor would be, like, like he's so hard and, like, he's so hard up, the only way to do it would be to free him from earthly pain. But this whole thing about, uh, I'd even say it kind of gets confused in that metaphor because the whole thing that they're saying is if he ends his life, while they're in, they get him forever. Mm-hmm. And then, like, the mother, who she trusts inherently, which she shouldn't, is just saying the opposite. Yeah. <laughs> she's like, well, she's saying no, the no, opposite. do it. I'll take care of him. But sure, whatever. They set it up, I think, in a way that's, that's like, I understand why Mia would believe her, you know? 
Yes, but at the same time, Mia and other characters are all going, I, I think they can pretend to be other people. I think they read what's in yeah. our minds and just tell us what we want to hear. Which I think is more for us e- as the audience. I mean, okay. Because but it helps Mia's us. To- sitting in the room when they say that. And yeah. she's completely okay with just doing whatever her quote mom yeah. says the entire time. That's what I mean, though. I think that it's it's there for us to be so that we have a bit of clarity to to question because we're constantly going okay like especially in the scene where she goes back home and her dad reveals the the suicide note and all this and it's the truth comes out it was a suicide and then, and then the, but then her mother then like comes dad. to her and is like hey this isn't real like that's not your dad and it we think at first oh the one that was talking to her isn't her dad but then i'm like well what like they're manifesting themselves and then it's like oh no this whoever's banging on the door is not real and or is real spiritually and whatever all that's going on and she's sowing these seeds of like mistrust in people who are alive and then she doesn't know mia doesn't know whether or not she should believe her mother who is dead or the the people that are actually still present in her life i'd say it was mistrust in the 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 dead but like the other dead like Mia's mom was a good dad. Right, that's what I'm saying. Not like everyone else. Well, even some of the dead that she met were like yeah. like the little girl was I kind mean, to her, yeah. quote unquote. Was like, she? <laughs> yeah, I know. It's like <laughs> she took her to hell or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I mean, okay. Yeah. I, I guess she did ultimately answer her question. Yeah. But my point being that it's I think it's done really well to the point where you even as the audience member even though you have all that information there's moments where you don't know. You don't know who to trust, yeah. But if we and even at the end of the film, we don't know mm-hmm. if the mother was actually the mother or if it was somebody lying. I think you can make the assumption or jump to the conclusion, not jump to the conclusion, but make the conclusion with uh, you know, only a little bit of reasonable doubt <laughs> that the mother was not the mother, that it was all, somebody all lies, pretending. All fake, it was all lies. All manipulation. Um, just to get her to do evil things. Obviously, she stabs her father. Uh, we don't know if he lives or dies. It's, it's, I think, because we see him patting the wound, we can maybe assume that he lives. Um, he was at least living then yeah yep so far we do the undead are 0 for 2 on on <laughs> i guess oh uh they're one they're uh they're one and two for uh stab <laughs> stab wounds uh yeah. but they yeah but i think ultimately mia rejects even her mother because she does she does herself instead of flipping over well okay to. here's my question okay we don't see what happens we just we the camera she's about to push the wheelchair into traffic the friend is running down the hill to stop them, and then we the camera cuts into a car yeah. of people we don't know, and then they the car in front of them swerves so we don't see what happens, and then they hit something, but the the camera angle doesn't allow us to see what, and then it's revealed, oh, it's Mia. She's in the middle of the street. Yes, which is meant to rep, you know be a mirror of like what happened with the kangaroo at the beginning. Right. But here's my question: Did Mia throw herself? in instead to free herself from all this and accept that i guess her friend would be okay or did her friend push her i'm with how it with how i saw it yeah i'm assuming she gets all the way there and and has one brief moment of clarity either clarity or selflessness however you want to 
that it uh or or just like complete you know what i'm tired of this like yeah <laughs> like like a big middle finger to the so yeah to the dead people so that's why that's where i think things get weird for me is it's presented in this way where like the consequences of her dying are not positive i would not think of them as positive like she's now trapped in this undead limbo where she's like in the hospital she sees like glimpses of like her life as it's fading from her so like the results of like stuff but it's we don't even know if we can believe that you know we see I'm riley better are, I'm assuming and it's those like are true yeah. maybe but like that's maybe what she wants to believe i don't know and then we realize okay yeah well she's dead for sure and she uh is now you know someone being invited uh, into others through the same game with the hand um to me that doesn't sound like a the uh hey you actually get uh that doesn't sound like the right thing to happen if it was a selfless act because for one what selfless act is it like we they we never established like if she kills herself that no one needed to die at all no but no matter what, in a way, it is a sacrifice of self, at least metaphorically. Um, yes, but... But I read that, like, the whole after-death thing. I read it as, like, her purgatory. So... That's what I'm saying. Though, I mean, in, like, in purgatory, feel... you're living out, uh, you know, repentance for the evil things, for the bad things that you did. Yeah. So she's stuck there until... I just... You know, for 20,000 yeah. years or however long... <laughs> I think where it or gets until somebody me, buys an indulgence, I guess. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, Do they still sell this? <laughs> I don't know. Where where it gets me is this. It, it kind of is like giving the thumbs up to like suicide as an answer, and I don't like that. Yeah, it shows I really it as didn't a, read it as like a. Suicide, suicide. But I, I do like I see yeah. like she if she throws herself in front of the vehicle, the only reason she's doing it is to escape the pain. She's not doing it to save anybody because there's no. I feel like it is a to save, but it but there's never been any I connection mean, in the movie to do that though. Yes, yes, but it just save it, it as it in just, like it just feels okay. Like I yeah, Destiny I can see what you're saying. saying one of you two, or there, there is going to be a death, and instead of him, she goes, "You know what? Me instead." Okay, I can see, I can see that. In the, if you look at it from this way, is she herself saying, "Okay, I am the cause of so much harm because of my actions. I put Riley in the position. I mm. stabbed my father without realizing it. I can't trust myself." to make a good choice. I need to remove myself from the equation to save everybody else. I can see that as the selfless not, act Not even route. to save everybody else. Just Well, so that she doesn't if, cause if, any more harm. If the, I mean, sure. But okay. it reads to me, or it plays to me more like, there will be a death, and she's like, okay, mine. Hmm. Yeah, I don't see that at all. That's just not my damn. <laughs> sorry. I, I mean, that's fine. That, so I am honestly, I just, I kind of like, yeah, that's okay. I could see it being her, like, I, if I don't 
just get rid of myself, like remove myself from this equation, then I will do something crazy like push Riley into traffic or I will do something crazy like stab my father or who knows what else she's going to be capable if, of. If she, yeah. If and she, that, if she, if going over she the knows that she can't time escape. limit, she literally can't escape. Right, except by dying. Yeah. But even then, the film is like, okay, if this is a selfless act, her reward is purgatory. <laughs> purgatory. Which is like, okay. I mean. So I don't know what the movie's trying to say. Purgatory is not necessarily like. It doesn't seem like a good existence. The, well, I mean, we. Not their know. version. In modern of it. times, we read purgatory as like evil. No, no, no. I know. But but it's just, it's the mid. It's right. like. But I the mean, movie it's is not, it's not good, but yeah. it's like but you get to go you get to go here to do repentance to to and then you get to cleanse your soul. Yeah. But I see I would agree with you if the movie had talked about that. Talked anyway, about that. Yeah. But there's there's never any mention of like purgatory or repentance or having to like you know make up for your sin. None of that stuff is like a part of the film and that's fine. But for us to come to the conclusion that that is what's happening at the end, <laughs> I think is a leap because the movie doesn't care. I mean, yeah, that's to. my religious. So, well, they exactly. Sure. So they talk about limbo, though, and limbo is just this idea of just yeah, yeah. just a space Dead between. Don't go anywhere. They don't go anywhere. They, they just are there forever, and that sounds terrible to me. It's just like, it's just a purposeless, like I mean, prison, and yeah. That's why it's like, wow, what a what a reward for a selfless act. Because then you start well, to I mean, think limbo about like or, the, limbo or pur- purgatory. If purgatory's thousands of years, which I mean, it's purported to be, right? Uh, I mean, what's the difference? At least for the first hundred thousand years, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't. I don't know. I just. I wonder. That's. I think my whole thing is that like I like this movie a lot. I think it's very scary. I think it's very well made. I thought the performances were fantastic all the way around. I thought it looked great. It didn't feel cheap. Like a lot of horror movies can sometimes feel cheap because they're running on a lower budget. Yeah. This one didn't feel cheap. It yeah. felt like they they really took time and care into crafting <laughs> the nastiest um, things you've ever well, seen. Well, not just that, but even just the <laughs> even just the settings, like even the king even the kangaroo. The kangaroo, all kangaroo. that stuff. Yeah, the, that like puppetry going on there was really oh, good. It's gross. Um but and the sound is making yeah, uh, but yeah, all that stuff, camera work, um, everything oh, was really good. In, it was him in the car too. I just him in uh, the car. Yeah, who in the car? I think about that. It's Riley in the car telling her to put it out of its misery. Yes. Yeah, and that's the other thing too. Is it's like that whole. It's you know, there's always a there's a, <laughs> not always. There is a trope in in these types of horror movies of like a character is placed in a situation where they can make a choice, and because they make the quote unquote wrong choice, they uh, have to go through this this ordeal. Okay, they have to go through the movie. You know, uh, a very basic version of this is uh, I know what you did last summer. Okay, you familiar with this movie? I mean. However long ago, yeah. Okay, yeah, it. yeah. It's just that's like that's like a very exa- like that's a that's the exact premise. It's literally there's a man who needs their help because they hit him with their car, and instead of getting out and helping him to the hospital or whatever, 
they decide to just run. Put him, yeah. They run away. Or they hide him. I can't remember. They, they leave him to die, essentially. And then, sure enough, that person comes back to try and kill them because he's just a force of vengeance for their... I thought he died. Of justice, you know, for their... Because they, they did something wrong. So, like, that's, on a basic level, that's kind of what that movie is. It's similar, I think, in this case, where it's like, okay, she's given the choice to put something out of its misery or, like, move on. And she says, oh, someone else will come along, you know, another whatever. Not me. Ish, but the, thi- the, the other thing is that, like, most of those horror films are like, I don't know if I Know What You Did Last Summer does this, but there tends to be an opportunity for them to make the choice again. Mm-hmm. And then they can make the right choice because they've gone through change and grown and stuff. Uh, or some form of the choice. Does she? I know she gets the choice because it's like, she gets to put her friend Riley out of his misery, but then she decides not to do it again. <laughs> uh, you know what I mean? It's like the, yeah. it's just. I mean, I yeah. It's, it's sort not of that turning it's, the trope on its head. There's just. It's like if, no, I made the right choice. Maybe, maybe I just I don't know if it to me I'm I'm having a hard time wondering if the movie just didn't know, <laughs> and they're kind of like yeah. Yeah, we're not really interested in like making a big statement. Like you said, they kind of teased it, but then they don't really follow through on it. And I wonder if that's just it. And that, you know what, to be honest, it's okay if that's just it. Mm-hmm. But I feel like it's it's the difference between a horror almost, movie that almost is almost great. Yeah. yeah being yeah. almost great. Which is like that's that's why movies like Hereditary stand out. That's why we talk about it so much, because of what it's what it has to say and how it says it and this this movie how it says it is really good but what it has to say is maybe a little shallower than than yeah, uh, i expected yeah. i mean maybe they had i mean maybe they maybe it was making a statement and they pulled it back i don't know i mean it I is uh it bit. is the first movie for this this director duo it's two twin or two brothers Two twin, I think. Yeah, but what brothers. a way to ex- like if they had, what a way to explode on the scene. Well, yeah, like, like I said, hey, everything else about the song is fantastic. But we're two, <laughs> we're two. <laughs> um, what no, hap- I, what happens when you take the Cone Brothers and mix Ari Aster? In spite us, of all us. that, I really liked this movie. I thought it was really well made and very scary. I don't know if I'll watch it again because it scared me so bad, but I might. <laughs> I think I would watch it with somebody else if I was going to show it to somebody for sure. But yeah, that's uh, Billy. Billy, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, Billy would die. Billy would never trust us. No, Billy's already us. seen. I mean, even <laughs> <laughs> Billy's already seen the worst of the of the worst. I don't know. Ever. To me, that's that's peak. Just his nothing the first else is ever gonna hit that, that movie. Yeah. <laughs> nothing else is ever gonna hit that. For him, for sure. I mean, for me, I, I assume. <laughs> I was like, oh, my. And then, like, it just goes to black, and you're like, I still see it. <laughs> it stays black for, like, 30 seconds, and you're like, please do anything. Do anything. Yeah. <laughs> and then the dork comes on screen singing Ricky <laughs> <laughs> What am I watching? Was there was there I've been I've been talking a lot, but was there anything that you felt like the movie was trying to say? Like uh, just I mean, really, nothing aside from 
you know, mental illness in the midst of guilt and shame and being a teenager and, yeah. and you know, heavy drug use. <laughs> just your typical. This is the typical horror movie teenage <laughs> Uh, I did think it was really funny how they how they skipped over all like the, I mean there are still like l- little horny buggers, but they skipped over it by having the main guy being super, <laughs> Mister Super Virgin Man. <laughs> See, that's so interesting that you you th- do you feel like they they did that to skip it or do because I saw it as like it makes what he does when he goes in under. Even worse because we know like you think his... it's revealing something inside of him. Yeah, it's revealed. Well, the, like in like a couple scenes later, one of them says, like one of the kids says, like it doesn't just like it reveals like oh, what's I didn't even think about that, but yeah. Oh, it's Riley. It's Riley that says it, or he's. I think he says it to somebody. He says like it. It tells it like. I think oh, it's it might have been. Maybe it's not. No, Riley. it might have been him, Daniel. It was him. That he I said, think yeah. I think they read what's in our minds. Yeah. Yeah. And then even not realizing that he's just out of <laughs> himself. And then he just like looks at everyone other Yeah. <laughs> well, he's uh, like. <sighs> yeah. I think they tell us what we want. Nothing. <laughs> Nothing. Uh, one thing I thought was funny is like it's. It's a movie that's obviously that's made in uh, in Australia, but being someone who's not from Australia, the opening scene where they like they're singing out loud and they're having a good time in the car, and then they go, "Oh crap!" and then they like slam on the brakes. I was thinking, okay, it's one of it's a couple things. It's one there's an accident in front of them or something, or someone's out there, or there's like an animal in the road, and I'm like, "Oh, it's a deer in the road," <laughs> and they cut to it, and I'm like. That's a weird looking deer. Oh, it, <laughs> that what? deer's a, got tiny it's a legs. Kangaroo. <laughs> that deer's got messed and up front legs. So man. for us, like I know in Australia that like kangaroos are basically deer. They're just like nuisances, you know. Yeah. But here it's like oh kangaroo. Yeah, it's like it's so like, exciting. Never see a so it's like it doesn't have the same impact. So you kind of get, you know, you you sort of oh no. disconnect an a little because an exotic creature. <laughs> And they're probably just looking at it like, yeah, it's kangaroo. It happens all the time. But we're like, oh, my gosh. And he's like, kill it. Run it over. It's like, you can't do that. They're in danger or something, I think. <laughs> or, or something. They're in danger or something, I think. <laughs> I, I mean, I've never seen one. <laughs> Don't be killing it. You get in trouble. <laughs> but officer, he was crying. He was going like, <laughs> It was sad. No, right when they stopped, I I don't know why. I was like, "Up, oh, the cops are going to get them." Like, like she had, <laughs> like she had ball, like she, they were balling too hard and they're too ball- loud. <laughs> and uh, like, came upon the cops, and they're about to get arrested. Oh yeah, her reaction is, "I'm going to get out of the car." <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, and she, the first thing that she did was just freeze, and I was like, "Well, that's probably not the best look." Yeah. And then she turned off the radio, and I was like, "There it goes." <laughs> there it goes. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Can you imagine? <laughs> like like being a teenager and like ah, yeah, yeah, and then you just see cops, you slam on the brakes as hard as you can, and the music's still really loud, and you're just going Nothing. <laughs> 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 tap, tap, tap. Can you get out of the car, please? <laughs> no. Uh, I don't got no legs, officer. I don't got no legs. I can't get out of the car. I just need to suck some feet. <laughs> 
Full circle. Full circle. <laughs> That's our episode today, everybody. Thanks for listening. Uh, I really like the sound design in this movie a lot. How there was like specific sort of soundscapes associated with uh, some of the dead that they interact with. Yeah. Uh, the drowning woman who's like the first woman Ooh. that she sees. Uh, I gosh, that's so, it's so good. Like how they do it. Like she's like bloated and there's like water coming out of her in different places. And it's like, yeah, it's really, and then just <laughs> this, you can hear that the sound of like bubbles and just that like, like something being deep underwater. And, uh, you like that? impression this of good. underwater yeah did you play a sound effect i did it? not but uh that was actually me um, yeah uh so they but then later on when riley is afraid and he wants to go to sleep in his sister's room and she's like get out of here punk and he's like okay he's walking down the hall and it's raining outside but we hear that same sound of like something deep underwater yeah, it's weird. And uh, that it's sound really comes back a couple nasty, times. and Yeah, yeah it's uh, – but it's played it, – it's all like – I don't know if subtle is the right word because it's not really subtle, but it's definitely not over the top. But there's like moments where, like when she – where they're in the hospital and Mia talks to the little girl and you hear like the sound of like crumbling like rubble, like stuff falling. Yeah. Uh, which we talked about maybe it's – well, I, I had the thought that maybe the girl died in an earthquake or something like that or something collapsed or, or something like that. But every every dead person that we see, like, has, like, some little, like, Back, indicator, like, audio-wise yeah. when it comes to, like, how, you know, where their history is, like, where they passed away. Uh, I like that. I like that a lot. I think it's really cool. Um, I would be interested to hear what Mia's sounds like to other people. You know, like when they talk to her, uh, is there like freeway? Just traffic, yeah. yeah so they hear know. like the, <laughs> yeah, all that kind of stuff. Uh, so I don't know. I think that's kind of cool. I, it's greenlit for a sequel. Or what if they hear a, a dead <laughs> kangaroo? A dead kangaroo. <laughs> what am I looking at? <laughs> What if what if they go talk to me and it's just the kangaroo? <laughs> They're just like, uh. uh. <laughs> then, because at that point, you know, they strap them to the chair, but they could just stand up, like lean forward and just start jumping around the room like a freaking kangaroo. That's uh, as big ideas here for the sequel. That's he's, like, a, just he's a kangaroo. <laughs> Animals don't got souls, really. That's the thing. So there was like a there's a secret ending to almost I think it's almost all the Silent Hill games. And that is that a dog is behind it all. Really? Yeah. You've, you've never heard of these? It's like an alternate <laughs> ending you can unlock. And it's always, there's like a bad ending. There's like a quote unquote good ending. There's uh, an alien ending. Like it was aliens all along. And yeah, I know Silent Hill and 2 then, had a bunch of endings. But that's yeah. Really it. And then there's a, a dog ending where it's like the main character like walks into a room or something. And there's a like a golden retriever uh, or a golden lab. Like in a room with a bunch of camera like stuff with controls, and they're like, <laughs> they've been behind it all. It's like it's the dumbest. It's meant to be a joke, <laughs> but it's like that's what I expect from the because they've greenlit it for a sequel, which immediately makes me think, uh, this is just gonna be Saw. 
Like, this is the next Saw series. Oh, man. And they're just going to crank them out and whatever. But with as silly as the Saw movies get, the further they go, I would not be surprised at some point if the kangaroo makes a reappearance. (laughs) And it's the kangaroo the whole time. Like, when they talk about, they're like, oh, he likes you. He wants, you know, all that stuff. They're not talking about this, like, old, creepy Satan man. They're talking about the kangaroo. (laughs) (laughs) It's slowly reaching out its hand. Yes. Little tiny T-Rex hand. (laughs) that's my theory that's all i'm saying that'll be like you know talk to me uh you know <laughs> eight or nine or whatever the unrated unrated sequel. straight to dvd special <laughs> edition uh what do you think the subtitles for this are <laughs> i don't know <laughs> how far are we going I don't know. I mean, there's ob- the, the obvious ones, like talk to me again. <laughs> talk to me. Talk now. to me more. Look who's talking now. Look who's talking to me now. <laughs> it's like, it's a bunch of, <laughs> just a bunch of kids, just like a little baby. <laughs> Look who's talking now. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh, man. That's funny. Uh they all, they all died in a nursery attack. Oh no, I don't like that. That's not. I mean, they would go there, but no. uh, I also need to point out that uh, the guy, like the actors that played like the the two, uh, I don't know them uh, from anything, but the the actors that played like the ones who brought the the hand. Mm-hmm. Uh, you've got the friend who's always got the timer, who's kind of like the jerk, who's like you know, the ringleader or whatever. Then you have the taller uh, black guy who's like the guy who's got the the hand who got it from somebody else. Yeah. Uh, but his like, anytime that, especially during the montage where they're like doing everything where it's meant to be like, this is so much fun, but also there's this crazy <laughs> evil thing happening in the middle of all of it, but whatever. Uh, he like, at his physicality in those scenes added so much energy to that montage, I was just very impressed by, like, I don't even know, like, just some of his choices. Like, even when he sat down to, like, do it himself, yeah. like, he did, like, this little move with the hand where he, like, like just popped it into place. It was just, like, <laughs> it was, like, what you think of when you think of, like, the cool guy at the party. He's just, all everything he does just drips cool. Like, you're just, like, and... I was just very impressed by him. <laughs> I don't know. I was just like, dang, this guy's just like. They're like, yeah. no, you did it a cool way. You, you did it a you're, super you're cool used way. To it. Like everything he did was just like, yeah. But uh, I like I liked the uh, the French song in the middle. Of oh that. yeah, <laughs> yeah, it was real was nasty. Great. Another testament of how good the uh, the actors were in this movie. Okay, oh, we gotta talk about <laughs> about the weird thing that happened afterwards. We, because we're in the theaters, and I was like, man, I was getting really strong uh, Babadook vibes from this movie. Um, one, I mean, it's it's a uh, it's another. Uh, I'm pretty sure it's Australian. It might be New Zealand. I apologize. I don't remember which, but uh, I think it, I think it is Australian. Um, they. I was like, man, I'm getting really strong Babadook vibes from this movie. I wonder if it's the same filmmakers. I, I had no idea who made the who made Talk to Me at that time. We mm-hmm. looked it up afterwards. We find out it's these these two brothers. And I was like, okay. So I looked up their credits to see if they also wrote and directed 
Babadook, and they it showed up as like, oh yeah, Babadook is in their experience. I'm like, oh cool, okay, I was right. They are involved in Babadook. But I looked it up, and one of them was like an electrician, and the other <laughs> was a production assistant. And I'm like, what the heck? Well, well, like they weren't on the a creative team or above the line team yeah, at all. Even while, but they were still involved in it, and it just was like looking it up. What a I weird a, connection! I had a weirder thing going. <laughs> okay, I had, like I had, I had a no. This is their first movie, and then you went. They're on Baba Duke, and I went. No, they weren't. What? <laughs> 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 yeah, to me, I knew this was their like, yeah, together their, their directorial first debut m- movie. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're like looking it up, and I was just kind of like, no, this is their first one. Just yeah. like keeping it to myself, and you're like, they were, and I was like, what world am I living yeah. in? <laughs> <laughs> Excuse yeah, I thought it was so weird to, to be like, man, I just, they really, it, this movie just feels like Babadook. And then turns out they both worked on Babadook, but not in any way that like you would necessarily think that they would pull inspiration from it. You know, it's not like. <laughs> they were there the whole time going like three feet behind the notes, director. just like. And why would you do this? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, oh, and the uh, main actress. Uh, not main actress. Uh, the woman who plays the mother the mom, yeah. is. Uh, I thought for I thought she was in Babadook. She is not in Babadook. There's another woman who looks kind of like her that is in Babadook. Um, but the woman in <coughs> in uh, talk to me is uh, Eowyn from Lord of the Rings. I know I'd seen her somewhere. The one who loves Aragorn, but Aragorn's like nah. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, great. I don't know if I've seen her in anything since. Lord the, the, Rings, Ro- so. the Rohan daughter. She kills the Witch King. Yes. Yeah. Because she's not a man. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> not what the prophecy meant. <laughs> hey, man. You just showed me an episode of this show <laughs> called The Taxmaster where yeah, people do things outside true. the box and they're like, yeah, that works. So that's. I mean, but the whole point of that is to be like a funny. <laughs> no, we're not putting that in the middle of Lord of the Rings, especially in the middle of a battle scene where the bad guy's like, the prophecy is no man can kill me. I am all powerful. I'm a female. <laughs> that ruins everything. <laughs> Why didn't I think of it? Oh, man. <laughs> what was your favorite scare? Uh, I mean... <laughs> We've we've talked about it too much. It's a, well, I don't know. Another good one, at least, was the slap. It was like this yeah. tension was building, 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 and building, and you're like, something's got to yeah. stop. <laughs> <laughs> she slaps herself so hard and so fast that li- like people in the audience where we watched it were like, at the slap, we're like, ah! yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> which scared us, yeah, because they're just right over there. But also made us laugh and helped release the tension because we're like, oh, good. It was just a slap. Oh, But okay. it was a loud slap. Right. It was a very loud slap. Yeah, it was, it was, uh, it was very scary. Very scary slap. Scare- yeah. The scariest slap I've ever seen. It's true. I would say number one number scariest one scary slap. Scary slap, scariest so. self-slap yeah. for sure. 
<laughs> scariest if we're gonna break it down further can you ima- categories can you imagine like she did it a couple more times too could you, <laughs> i just hit the mic could you imagine if every time she did it it was that scary <laughs> she's like slap 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 i do appreciate the uh going to see scary movies in the theater because you get all kinds of fun reactions like that from the audience <laughs> whereas like in most other movies, you're not really wanting to like hear people's thoughts or stuff while you're watching the film. Uh, scary movies, for me, it's the opposite. I want people to talk during scary movies. <laughs> if they're talking about the movie in reaction to it. If they're just talking, that's weird. But when people like, you know, talk to the characters or like, uh-uh, like that kind of stuff, <laughs> I love that. It's so much fun. That's one thing. This it's town, so great. This town does super well. They, do. <laughs> uh, scary. they talk back in scary movies, and it's <laughs> just the best. Yeah, so that was great. Because that girl screamed, and then I don't know if it was the daughter or the mom <laughs> that screamed, but whoever didn't scream just started laughing at them <laughs> afterwards, and oh, it was great. So much fun. It's so embarrassed. <laughs> Oh man, I think I don't know. For me, the the scariest part of it might be. I think it's the toe sucker. No, that wasn't the scariest no, really? part for me. It, it's gross. I mean, the part where no, I mean not. I mean the, the reveal. part where she's in like yes. coming in. No, it that is very scary. I honestly thought the part where she the little girl shows her where Riley is. That scared me the most. I it just really, yeah, it really. I feel like it would have been me. scarier if I saw like if you slowed it down. And I, saw I didn't more need of what was going on. to see what was going on. My imagination was like filling in all the gaps, <laughs> and I was like, I do not like where this is. So, yeah, I was very. It was very scary. To me, it just was like a, a mass of people. Yeah, who weren't happy. <laughs> weren't happy. I mean, I guess one of them was <laughs> more unhappy than all the others. <laughs> that was, yeah. and that's another thing. It was like so fast. I don't remember seeing him. Anymore. Oh, I saw him. I mean, I I assume they're kind of in a circle, and there was kind of a middle guy. Yeah. I assume he's the middle guy. But I mean, I like I couldn't tell you what they're really doing to him. Like like touching him, punching him, pinching him. I don't know. Slow it down. And I think all the above. Scarier. I think they're doing whatever, you <laughs> you're know. Pinching him real hard. Pinching him real hard. You're like, you're not wearing green. <laughs> they're just giving him a wedgie. What was it? Like, your, oh, no. What was your daughter doing the other day? On taco night. Pinch. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm a crab. Okay. Uh, my daughter this morning woke up and she'll wake up and just kind of play by herself in a room until we go get her. Yeah. And, uh, she has this little microphone that has like a voice changer thing on it. It doesn't really do much other than just like warp your voice a little and just make it sound distorted. And she was like, it just grabbed the microphone and was just at the top of her lungs. Just taco night. (laughs) (laughs) Just saying taco night over and over again. Have you played in the, (laughs) the Keith Happersberger? Taco night song. I think it's white people taco night. No. <laughs> she just knows that like we'll be like, Hey, do you know what tonight is? And she'll be like, <gasps> Oh, she was like night? announcing it. Okay. Yeah, she just likes taco, taco night. night. So she uh... <laughs> Yep. He's got it. 
one of his best songs with with the group that he travels with is uh white people taco night we're getting taco shells from the grocery store and ground beef from the grocery store and sour cream from the grocery store and shredded cheese from the grocery store. (laughs) (laughs) Five people talking. Any last thoughts? On Talk To Me. Get you a taco. Anything else you want to talk to me about? Get you a taco night and watch Talk To Me. (laughs) Yeah, taco night. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, good combo. (laughs) Taco to me night. Taco to me. Taco to me taco night. Taco to me night. Taco to me night. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> taco to me tonight, taco night. Uh, yeah, and just, you know, just a sort of like a public safety announcement, you know, just, you know, wear socks. <laughs> if uh, if you're worried about waking up with your foot in someone else's mouth, just maybe wear socks. <laughs> no, then it's even grosser. <laughs> you think they'll still, they're still going to be like, well, I'm determined, so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> One, it's not much of a barrier if It's not re- much if of a barrier they're really set it's on true. it <laughs> Two, assuming they don't remove it then, <laughs> Like, it's soaking up It's even soggier than, oh my so god it's, yeah, So ah. it's, yeah <laughs> So even when you pull your foot out It's not drying <laughs>